Hey everybody, this is episode 19 of the Always Relevant Podcast, and today I was hoping that I would have my boys Dame and DJ back again, but unfortunately they're not going to be able to make it, so I'm re-recording this intro, what the earlier one was, Uh, they won't be here so y'all are stuck with me, looking forward to having a good day, looking forward to having a good podcast, Um, I won't make it too long for y'all, but I'm glad you're listening. Glad you enjoy it. I'm glad you keep coming back. I look forward to this episode. Like I said, this is episode 19. We're also at episode 20. It's kind of crazy, but we're still doing it. So uh, appreciate it. I'm glad you're listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It's Terrell Cummings, your host of the Always Relevant Podcast. We're back for episode 19. Uh, right now, rolling solo. I think DJ might be on the podcast later on, but I'm not positive. We will see. We'll see if he decides to call in. Until then, you guys are stuck with me. I know it has been me solo for a little bit, so uh, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. We'll see. But um, you know, I hope everybody's doing all right today. And I'll go ahead and ask myself, if you were here next to me, I'd ask you too. How are you and how are you really? That's your question. How are you? And how are you really? So how am I? You know what? I'm all right. Same old, same old. A little tired. Um, how am I really? Uh, unfortunately, Copeland's been sick. So, and she's been teething. So Lena and I have not been getting a lot of sleep lately. That seems to be the trend. But um, I think she's getting better. The fact that we're pretty sure she has some kind of virus. So she's had a fever. Um, you know, her belly wasn't feeling the best. Uh, it's getting better, but the complex, to make things more complex for her, I, she's definitely teething, so her mouth has been hurting quite a bit, so we're trying to just do what we can to make her comfortable, and that way she can start sleeping back through the night again, so we can sleep back through the night. That's something we look forward to, that's something I definitely look forward to, especially since I'm going to be starting uh, my MBA program here soon, um, I'm going to need a little more sleep, so hopefully this can work out. It'll be good. Uh, most of all, though, I hope she starts feeling better. I don't like seeing her sick. I feel bad. You know, she's only eight months old. You're going to turn nine months old. And, you know, sometimes in those situations, you just kind of feel helpless. All you can do is hold her and try to comfort her as much as possible. So, yeah, that's what I am. You know, besides that, you know, I'm doing all right. As always, no complaints. Always fun-filled sports weekend with the Super Bowl and everything. We'll talk about that later on. But, um, yeah. I'm trying to see if there's something that I'm super happy about or if there's something that I'm super mad or down about and there's just not, not going to lie, I'm just kind of here. So sometimes that's just how we are. It is what it is and chalk it up. So it could be worse, could be better, but I'm not here to complain about it. Um, getting to my sports weekend. Uh, West Carrollton had a big win last night. West Carrollton boys basketball. They beat uh, first place in their conference, Sydney. They beat them. I don't know what the score was, but I think it was like 82 to 67 or something. And it was packed house. It was a big game for them, and they came out with the dub. So, how about that? I think they're on like a five-game winning streak, which is awesome. Uh, definitely had their first winning season in, since like 2012, so that's good for them. And I'm excited to see where they can go. Uh, they're playing well. You saw it kind of last year. You saw it beginning to happen towards the end of the season, and they've picked up on that, and they're pushing forward. So, you know, that's awesome to see. I'm glad for hometown. I'm glad it looks like the student body and some of the town came out to support them. Um, you know, I hope they would do that anyways for them. But, you know, winning kind of uh, helps that out as well. So, you know, we have a good program. People get on board and they get on the train. So that's just how it is. 
But I'm proud of them. I'm glad they're doing well, and hope they can. Hopefully, they can uh, keep it going. Um, Hanover College men's basketball. They're 15 and five. Nothing out of the ordinary right now. I don't know what place they're in the conference. I haven't been keeping that close of track on them. I just know kind of the overall record. So they're holding it down, doing normal handover stuff on the basketball court. So, um, you know, I'm not surprised and hope they can keep pushing it, get that conference championship, go to the playoffs. So that'd be nice for them. Um, Michigan basketball, you know, they are 13-3 and three the last time I checked. They're not in the coach poll. They're not in the AP poll. Uh, they just, you know, they're an all right team. But they are in a, one of the toughest conferences in college basketball in the Big Ten. So, you know, everybody's kind of beating, beating up on each other right now. And Michigan's on the tail end of that. So they're on the, in the lower half of the conference as far as the conference record. Hopefully they can pick it up down the second half of the, street, the, second half of the season. So um, UD basketball, Dayton basketball, overall they're 20-2. and two. They're currently ranked number six in the country uh, in both the AP poll and the coaches poll. Um, I know tickets are hard to get right now. You know, you have to pay well over a hundred dollars for, you know, any kind of ticket in the arena. So that's good for Dayton basketball. You know, they're showing up, they're showing everybody that they're a quality program and, um, I'm happy to see what they can do. I think my parents are going to, I think the next game is next Saturday. So then I think my parents are going to that. Um, I don't know how many games they have left after that, but I'm definitely keeping an eye out on them. They're definitely good. Obi Toppin is the truth. Um, you know, they're solid. And I'm glad they're in my town. Glad we're, we're supporting them. And, um, you know, I'm glad that the fans are doing what they do. And, you know, the fan base definitely deserves it because they are loyal to the core. They're out there every night. Uh, they pack the house. They're loud. They support their team. And, you know, I think it's just good for the overall, overall city. So that's a good thing there. And lastly... I think there's a lastly. No, there's not a lastly. But that's my sports weekend so far. Uh, like I said, getting ready to see if I'm doing this podcast solo or if DJ is going to be on. So time will tell. I guess you'll know here shortly. All right, everybody. Um, I'm back. And first thing we're going to talk about today is just we're going to go over the Super Bowl uh, really quickly about the results and everything. Uh, last week, I think Dane chose uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to win. I chose San Francisco 49ers. I think DJ also went with the Chiefs, and obviously they won that bet. Luckily, we didn't make a bet on that. Um, I know for me, like I wanted, I did want the Chiefs to win. I like Andy Reid, who's their head coach. You know, I do like Pat Patrick Mahomes, but Andy Reid, he's been coaching a long time. He's been to a Super Bowl, hasn't won one, so, you know, he's super deserving. Um, you know, yeah, I think he's the winningest, uh, no, I can't say he's the winningest coach. He's one of the winningest coaches in football right now, especially a winningest coach without winning a Super Bowl. So, well, that can change now. So, I'm glad for him to have uh, won a Super Bowl. I think he's definitely a Hall of Fame caliber coach, and him winning the Super Bowl just solidifies that. It shows that, I mean, he's always been an offensive guru uh, coming up under Mike Holmgren, under the Green Bay Packers uh, in that organization, you know, working with Brett Favre and then getting a head coaching job with the Eagles for years, you know, having Donovan McNabb and then transitioning to Michael Vick and then doing whatever with, I'm trying to think if uh, Nick Foles was there when he was there or not, but he's always been able to do pretty well with quarterbacks. And then once he left there, um, 
you know, he ended up going out to the Kansas City Chiefs after a while. And, you know, he built the foundation with them, had a great offense for them and under Alex Smith. And then Patrick Mahomes came in and uh, took over and took him to that next level. So, you know, it was, it was a good game. You know, the, the game plan I was talking about that San Francisco should follow, play good defense, run the ball, and control the clock. They did that pretty much for the first three and a half quarters of the game. Uh, they were going into the fourth quarter up by 10, and then the Chiefs, did, they just did what they do, and they score, I think, 21 unanswered points, and that put the game away for them. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes played well. Their running back, Damian Williams, played really well. Um, I think they say he scored like 11 or 12 touchdowns in the playoffs, which is, I think, some kind of record. So, you know, he he did really well. Mahomes um, stepped up. It seems like he always he always seems to do that. He always seems to step up when the time counts. They were down in all their games in the playoffs, and they came back and won from various deficits. So you can tell he has a never-say-die attitude, and he puts that across and shows his teammates the way and keep them believing in themselves. And, you know, he's proven himself to be, be a good leader. I didn't know he was that vocal of a quarterback when he got drafted. I knew he had a strong arm, and everybody talks about how athletic he is. And he's, he's pretty athletic. He's nothing like crazy athletic, not like Lamar Jackson. But he does have a freakishly strong arm, and he can make those throws that not a lot of people can make. And he's learning to manipulate the defense more, and the game's just coming easier for him. So... I was impressed with him this year. You know, last year he had that breakout season, and this year he came back and he backed it up, and he went in and became Super Bowl MVP, which I think I might have given it to Williams, but, you know, Mahomes has a name. I'm sure they don't care because they're Super Bowl champions. So good for them. It's the first Super Bowl win for the Chiefs in 50 years. So, I mean, that's impressive. I think that was last time they won it was like Super Bowl three. if you can imagine that. You know, that was a long time ago. Um, so that's, that's, that's good for the city of Kansas City. Um, yes, it's, it is, it is in Missouri. I know some people out there uh, actually thought it was in Kansas. We won't get into that too much, but I guess we'll call it an easy mistake that could be made, but everybody knows that all the sports and everything's on Missouri side of the state and that's what they claim. So, you know, since they know, now you know, but overall it was a good game. It was an exciting game. It was a close game. Uh, I thought that San Francisco offense would do a little bit more, but the Chiefs defense stepped up and played well. And you just got to tip, their hat to, tip your hat to them. Um, you know, they knew what they had to do. I think their defense is a little bit better than last year. Uh, you saw their defense actually improving this season throughout the year. And, um, you know, and they showed up when the time when it really mattered. So good for them. Like I said, hat for Andy Reid. Uh, good for the Chiefs. I know my son, Caden, he was happy. He was pulling for the Chiefs. He likes Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, he was, he was glad that they that they uh, came out and did what they did and did well. So um, that's what we have there as far as Super Bowl. I won't get too much into it. I said originally I thought I was going to have Dane and DJ on, but life happens, circumstances happen. They're not here this time. Maybe we'll talk about it next week, but I doubt it. Either way, I know that they're probably happy because they made the right picks, and they'll probably make fun of me because I did not. Um one thing I can say is Kansas City, their team, their city, looks like, looks like they were celebrating right. I don't know if anybody saw the parade. It kind of started off with a police chase of uh, someone, I guess, in the, parade, in the parade route. So that was interesting there. But other than that, they're up there. They're celebrating. Travis Kelsey was out there talking like he was on WWE. He had his WWE championship belt in hand, getting the crowd fired up about the Chiefs. 
And, um, you know, I'm not mad at them. Looks like they're having a good time, having a few beverages, and um, celebrating that win. So, good for them. I don't know if anybody saw the video out there. I think it was Patrick Mahomes threw a, a football, trying to throw it to one of the people out there on the street. Uh, threw a good pass. Uh, then the guy tried to, one guy tried to step in front, intercept it, ran smack to a parking meter. So, and that was real time. It looked like it hurt. Um, because parking meters do not move whatsoever. Uh, I don't advise anybody running into it. I've never personally have, but I've come close. All I know is they're solid, and you don't want to mess with that. But, um, like I said, once again, congrats to the Chiefs. I don't want to, um, beat that point to death, but I just wanted to say that. Um, next, I'm changing up the order of the podcast. Uh, had an idea of what I was going to do with everybody here. But since they are not here, I'm going to save those topics for other weeks. One thing I am going to talk about, and I'll probably talk about it again some other time to bounce ideas off some other people, is why is it that fans of sports teams feel like that they can use the term we when talking about their team? I hear people, Bengals fans talk about it, Browns fans talk about it. They say, we this, we that, or whatever. And Ohio State fans, they talk about it. I mean, I'm sure fans of every team say we when doing that. And me personally, I just don't think that fans have the right or deserve to say we when talking about their favorite sports teams. They should refer to them as them. They should refer to them as their team. One thing you'll never hear me do is hear me say we about a team. The only team that I feel like I could probably say we about specifically is are the West Carolina Pirates because I went there and I played sports there in high school and Hanover College Panthers because I played football there. That is really about it. Um, other than that, you won't, I'm a Michigan fan, diehard. You won't hear me say we talking about them. You won't hear me say we talking about the Bengals or the Reds. Um, you won't hear me say we talking about UD. It just it won't happen. It shouldn't happen. I don't get why people do that. I don't, why, don't, I don't know why they try to claim ownership of the team, of the program, when they don't deserve that right. I don't feel like they do. I don't think I feel like they ever will. And I don't really get the point of people doing it. So you should stop. And for all the people that are going to be mad, say, well, I'll go out there and pay money and support my team. Well, that's good. Support your team. But it's a they. You don't go out there and practice with them. You don't know those players. You don't know the coaches. You don't know what they have to go through to try to sit there and do well and make plays on the field and win championships. And I apparently try to make fans happy. Honestly, players probably don't care if they make you happy. It's probably a bonus that they're making you happy, but they don't care. So if they don't care that strongly about it, why do you want to say we? Like you're a part of it. You're part of the fandom. You're part of the outside looking in. But you're not on the inside. Therefore, in my opinion, you don't deserve to say we. Now, I know some college people, there are people that graduated from, say, Ohio State. You know, they'll say, well, I went and I paid money to the school and everything. So I should be able to say we when I'm talking about the Ohio State University, their team and everything like that. And it's like, you know what? I would almost consider saying, all right, I might understand that if you went to the school. And you're saying we because, you know, you are part of the school. You graduated from the school. I mean, you went there. You're part of the, the life at Ohio State or whatever college that you go to. So I might understand if you say we in that instance. But me personally, I'm not going to say we unless I play it on the team. 
That's just me. That's how I feel about it. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that disagree with my opinion, and that is fine. If you want to talk about it, leave your opinion. Go out there to the Anchor app, find the Always Relevant podcast, click on the link for leaving a voicemail, and leave a voicemail. I would love to hear it. Love to hear your opinions on it. Love to talk about it. Because, uh, like I said, many people will feel strongly the other way than what I do. Me, personally, this is where I stand. This is what it is. And I have zero problems with that. So, if you do, I understand. You can also hit me up on social media. Hit me up on Twitter, at Franchise1122, or at Terrell Dwayne 11 That's at T-E-R-R-E-L-L-D-E-W-A-Y-N-E-1-1 on Instagram. Or find me on Facebook, Terrell Cummings. I'm sure I'm out there somewhere. So that's that. Um, That's me talking about whether or not you should say we for your sports team. So I look forward to hearing some feedback on that. I'm sure someone's going to want to say something. Um, Something else that we were discussing. We're talking about myself. When I say we, I'm talking about Dane, DJ, and myself. We're talking about best chain restaurants as far as pizza restaurants best pizza chain restaurants in our opinions so i didn't get their opinion on it yet um i know the three that i'm gonna choose and not everybody is from where i'm from there's we're kind of spread out as far as the listeners a little bit but uh, i think everybody's had at least heard of these places me personally i like jet's pizza it's a thicker crust type pizza you usually get the um i don't know what it's called tremendous eight it's something like that i don't even know but solid pizza, great flavor, um, great cheese, great sauce. Um, one of the best things about it, they have the best ranch dressing to dip your pizza in. Uh, yes, I am a believer of dipping my pizza in ranch dressing or garlic sauce. But from Jets, I definitely get the ranch dressing. It's homemade or it's definitely made in-house. You can tell the difference. It's not store-bought. It is special. I encourage everybody to go out and try it. At least one time. Um, yeah, it's a four-corner pizza or an eight-corner pizza. That's what it is. So we usually get the eight-corner pizza as a family. And, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a deep dish type pizza. Uh, but it's good. It's solid. And uh, it is a little more expensive than others. And they're not quite as uh, prevalent everywhere. But if you get the chance to get an opportunity, I know for a fact that it's around the Midwest. So if you're in the state of Ohio, I encourage you. Try Jets Pizza. It's solid. Um the next piece I'm talking about is Marco's. Um, I don't know. I've always liked Marco's pizza. It's a little bit different than everywhere else. I know most people want to say La Rosa's for if you're from Cincinnati. I do like La Rosa's, but for me, for whatever reason, Marco's pizza is a solid choice for me. Um, I like the deluxe pizzas. You know, they have big pieces of sausage on it. They have big pieces of pepperoni. They have you know good onions and peppers to go along with it. Good cheese, good sauce. Uh, I like the crust. I think they just added a garlic crust. Um, we don't get it all the time here. Uh, we get it every once in a while. Usually if I get it, it's going to be, I'll be up at my parents' house or something like that for it. But it is solid. I encourage everybody to try that as well. Um, regular style pizza. Um, usually have some pretty good deals out there. So you don't always have to pay an arm or a leg for it. Um, but it's good. So try it out. Um, lastly, I'm going to go with Donato's. I've always been a Donato's fan. You can just go with their straight, you know, pepperoni and sausage pizza. Uh, has good flavor. It's typically a thin crust style of pizza. Um, you know, I like it. It's probably super easy to eat a lot of it, probably because it's thin crust and it tastes good. 
So um, I encourage everybody to try it out, though. If you haven't, they are on the pricey side. They don't normally give too many deals. So that's usually just an every once in a while thing for that. Like maybe a couple times a year. Maybe. I think I haven't, ha- I haven't had Donato's since sometime, I think, last summer. So like I said, we hardly ever get it. But um, I suggest trying it out. I am a fan. Um, and as a ride-in, this isn't really a chain restaurant. But if you're in the Ohio area, the Dayton, Ohio area, I encourage everybody to go to Marion's Pizza. It originated, I believe, in Centerville, Ohio. Uh, they have multiple locations throughout the Dayton area. Um, great pizzas, great subs. Um, my personal favorite is the Super Cheese, which is basically uh, a deluxe. Has a little bit of everything on it. It tastes good. It's solid. Thin crust. You know, it's really good. Um, I guess it's not really a chain restaurant. It's more of like a mom and pop shop that's expanded to some multiple locations in a regional area. So it is good. Um, I think it is a little bit on, it's leaning towards the pricey side, but it's definitely worth it. If you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, Cincinnati, Ohio area, I encourage everybody to try it out. It is good. It is solid. I will vouch for it. I've been going there for years since I was a kid. And we used to go there after football games when we were like in eighth grade. Um, the eighth and ninth grade, we used to always go there after wins. So, fond memories of the place. I know the one that was by the date mall burned down, but they built it back up. And it's just like uh, just like it was when we were growing up. So, it was pretty cool. Pretty good about that. Like I said, I encourage it. Um, I also um, encourage everybody to have the pepperoni and the sausage. It's a little bit different, but it's definitely good. Definitely filling. And... Um, it's definitely, it's a family restaurant, so I encourage everybody to go take your family and enjoy the time, so. Now, I've been sitting here thinking, because it's just me, and I'm trying to decide how long I want this podcast to go. I don't want to ramble too much, but, because I'm getting ready to go drive up to Dayton and uh, have a meeting for our class reunion, so I want to graduate from West Carolina High School, class of 2000. I ended up being class president, so I am kind of getting things together, getting people on the right track for the our 20th class reunion. So, yes, I'm getting old. Yes, I have some gray hairs. Yes, I'm balding a little bit. Yes, it's a 20-year class reunion. I can feel all of those years. I'm not an 18-year-old young buck anymore, but that's okay. It's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. I know preceding that reunion, we are having an, a West Carrollton co-ed alumni softball tournament that's going to take place in Miamisburg, Ohio at Rice Field on the weekend of April 4th and 5th. So I know that it goes out to all West Carolina alumni. Uh, you can go out to your spouses or significant others as well, just as long as one of you uh, went to West Carolina at some point in time. Um, please be a part of it. So I know we're doing that. We have some people that are registered right now. We're trying to make the final push to get everybody registered for the tournament uh, we're going to have a live draft, I believe it's going to be on March 8th via uh, Facebook and Instagram live. So that should be interesting doing that. I know Jason Begley, he's a fellow classmate of mine. He's going to be in charge of doing that. But like I said, we're going, I'm going up today. Going to meet everybody up at uh, BJ's Brewhouse as far as our committee that's helping with the reunion. Try to get some things together, get some things sorted out, make sure that we are doing what we want to and uh, make sure we can get the contacts that we can. So... Everybody um, gets the information that they need. I know we've kind of talked about it on social media, but we want to send something out there, kind of officially, make sure everybody has the dates in mind, so they can the people that are not 
close that need to fly in. Hopefully they have enough time to make those plans if possible. So, um, yeah, I, I know that I said I was class president and, you know, planning reunion. It's like, man, all right, we kind of did a 10-year reunion, but, you know, people kind of wanted to pay. Other people didn't kind of want to pay. So I kind of made some executive decisions on that and I had an old thing. But it's our 20-year reunion. And we definitely want people to show up. We definitely want people to have a good time and have fun. And we'll, I want it to be a memorable experience for everybody if possible. So um, I'll probably say a, little, a few more things about that in the upcoming weeks. Uh, specifically coming out right now, I'm talking about the West Carrollton Women's Softball Tournament. Uh, that's coming up very soon. So I think we're going to do it at, I think it's going to be $20 a person as far as doing that. So uh, it should be good. It should be a good time. It's going to be teams of uh, 10 to 12 people. We're probably having uh, you know anywhere from 8 to 10 teams in the tournament. Uh, it's a battle for the Silver Swords, and we're going to have a, a pretty, cool, uh, pretty cool trophy uh, for that. We have a few other surprises that come along uh, with the tournament as far as raffles and some guest appearance, appearances by some people. And we'll also have a home run derby, so I'll probably need to stretch out a little bit and get ready for the home run derby. Um, see if I still got it. Time will tell. I'm sure that after I try it, I will be super sore. So uh, it should be fun. It should be interesting. It should be a good time. And I'm excited for everybody to get together, uh, get, get get some people back together from good old Dub C. So um, on that note, I'm not going to take up too much time. Like I said, I'm getting ready to do this reunion. Um, this reunion, uh, I won't say class or training, but it's neither of those. This reunion meeting. So looking forward to that. Uh, I look forward to having Dane and DJ back on very soon because there were some topics we are going to talk about today. Um, they may not be as relevant in the next couple weeks, but maybe so. Uh, I know I look forward to getting into the NBA trade, de trade deadline, all the crazes happened there. And also, I want to talk about, and I'll, I'll leave this with you right now. We'll talk about it next time they are on because I want to get their opinions of the NFL quarterbacks that started a football game um, last season in the 2019 season. Which one of them can dunk? How many of them can dunk? What's the over and under on that? I'm, I'm giving the over and under is 15. So there's 32 teams in the league. I'm giving, well, no, I'll say 16. We'll give, we'll give it half. Can half, in your opinion, can half of the quarterbacks in the NFL that started in 2019 currently dunk? Currently. Uh, we might talk about it a little bit, saying what their stats were from the combine as far as the vertical leap how tall they are but the question is can they currently dunk so that's what's coming up that's one of the topics next week i just want i'd talk about it now but i think it'd be funnier if dane and dj were on uh, i'm sure everybody has their opinion on who can dunk who can get up and who can't so um you know we'll see what's good we'll see what's going on and we'll go from there Alright everybody, it's yours and mine's favorite segment, Relax and Take Notes. And today, I came across an article yesterday, and actually Dane brought it to our attention, but four New Jersey high school basketball players are accused of assaulting their JV coach after an away game. Um, I guess they've been suspended and will face criminal charges, the authorities said on Thursday. So, that just came out. I said the Newark police are saying this. Uh, four, four students, four players from Malcolm X Bass High School in New York, New Jersey. Um, they played a basketball game at, uh, at another school, at an away game, and they're coming back on the bus. 
when they got back to the school, for whatever reason, the four players basically jumped their head coach and assaulted him. There's video of it out there and everything. So my question is, what happened on the car ride back to cause the players to flip out and attack their coach? Uh, I know that everybody's kind of being hush-hush about it. They say, yes, something's happened. Yes, the players have been suspended. But the superintendent's not saying much. The principal isn't saying much. The varsity coach isn't saying much. Do you have anything from the um, the head coach from the JV team either? Um, I'm sure that at some point in time, he's going to sue the school um, because he was assaulted by these students. But I just wonder what the story is. I mean, were, were kids, are kids that upset that they lost to this team? Did the coach say something to them to upset them? Did he belittle them? Or are they, is it just them being super immature and not being able to handle a loss and be able to bounce back from it? Um, we don't really know the situation. We don't know all the factors and all the details. I'm interested to hear it because for whatever reason, I just have this feeling that it's not really cut and dry you know it's going to be made to seem like it is and people are going to have their opinions like you know such a sad world today and these kids don't know how to act you know they're all thugs they're all hoodlums they're all whatever they are um instead of being you know nice upstanding citizens but like i said you don't know the whole story i missed you to hear it i'm gonna be looking out for it within the next week or so because i feel like more details will come out um you know, but things, you know, times are, times are, times are tough these days, and I'm not trying to give these kids, um, I'm not trying to let them get out of it by any means, but, you know, if they did it, I want to hold them accountable for sure, but I feel like they're not just going to attack a coach for no reason at all, you know, to get off the bus and just attack them, four of them at that, you know, I wouldn't think that they would need that. But you never know the situation. You don't know what happened. I'm interested to see what happens. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, hope these young men, hopefully it was just some, some kind of misunderstanding. Hopefully these young men can learn from this mistake. Um, there's really no reason to ever do that to a coach, to anybody. You know, you'd hope that they would uh, respect their coach. You'd hope that they would have the highest respect for their coach and listen to them and respect what they say. And um, hopefully the coach is being a good leader. Hopefully the coach is trying to show them, you know, maybe probably show them what they did wrong in the games or things they could have improved on so they can better themselves for the next game. And, you know, ultimately, you know, through sports, I mean, sports translate to life. You know, nothing ever happens according to plan in life. You win some, you lose some. You know, it's really how you just bounce back from everything. So, um, like I said, I'll be interested to see what happens. I'll be interested to, to hear the full version of the story. Um, you know, hopefully these young men... Uh, we'll bounce back after this, you know, after this little hiccup, this mistake, and hopefully it's just a misunderstanding, and hopefully all parties can get everything squared away, so, I just want to say, thanks everybody for listening, I know this is a shorter podcast, it's just me going solo, so, I don't want to sit here and bore y'all too much by just rambling, but, uh, appreciate everybody's listening, um, it's a good times. I think we are getting better as we go along, trying to work on these technical difficulties technical difficulties and you buy new headphones and everything you know i'm sure pretty soon we'll get actual equipment to run this podcast besides just from our cell phones so right now that's how we're doing it we're keeping it low budget we're doing what we do uh it's a good time like i said if you want to hit me up on twitter do that at franchise 1122 on instagram at terrell dwayne 11 and on facebook just hit me up terrell coming so 
Um, have a good one. I'll talk to y'all soon. And uh, see you next week. Later.